Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's episode. We're talking all about how to sell with integrity. And this episode is inspired by uh, my good friend and client, Ebony Williams. Ebony asked, how the heck do we sell with integrity? Can you talk a little bit more about this, Susan? Because I see some really inauthentic, downright sleazy sales practices and I want to know how we can navigate and understand exactly how to sell with integrity, how to lead with integrity, and how to make sure that we are doing right by our clients and our potential clients so that we are not leading them astray. And I thought, fabulous. This is a great topic, especially right now when I'm having a lot of folks reaching out about, is this opportunistic? Or is this an opportunity? And how do I still navigate that conversation and do it in a way that does not make me feel uncomfortable or like I'm taking advantage of people, right? So this is going to be a juicy topic. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not going to offend, but if I do, sorry, not sorry. So let's dive into this one because as you know, I'm very opinionated about selling and selling with integrity, especially because there are a lot of shysters out there who are out for the money. And don't get me wrong, I love money just like you. Money means opportunities and money means choices, but money is not the holy grail of why we do everything in our business. Now, hear me. It is very important. And if you heard uh, our other episode around to sell or not to sell, you understand that you must sell in some capacity in order to have a successful business because without money coming through the door, you by definition do not have a business. And so it's really important that you understand the distinction. But at the same time, if everything you do is focused solely on making monetary gains, people will feel that. And that is when things start to get very uncomfortable and a little dodgy and very um, cryptic. I'm going to use that word because we all have had that feeling when we wonder, are you actually telling me to buy this thing? Or are you recommending this because it's in my best interest and you are thinking of me as a human? Or is it because you're getting paid? Like you're in it to win it for the money. And we all have had that experience where we feel like we're just a walking dollar bill. That is not comfortable. That means that we undermine the authority of the decision maker, which is often ourselves, to wonder, am I making the best decision for myself? Am I making the right call? And that is often why we don't trust ourselves. And it sometimes can be because we don't trust that other person. It's not about you. It's about them. And so what does that mean as the person who's selling, the person who's guiding and leading the conversation, the one who is leading your business? Well, it's really important that at the end of the day, first, 
you need to do what you need to do around making sure that you have money on the table, uh, money on the table, money to, to pay for food on the table, that you have money to pay your bills, that you are not acting out of desperation. And I totally get it that there are going to be times where that is really tough. Maybe that's right now for you. But at the end of the day, if you are simply making decisions because you need the money, you will always need the money. I'm going to say that again. If you are simply making decisions because you need the money, you will always need the money. You will have bad clients. You will have things go wrong. You will have unexpected expenses where you are held slave and captive to constantly churning through and making more and making more, and it's never enough. So how do you stop this hamster wheel? Well, you need to make sure that you understand what you will and won't do. So right now, the one exercise that I want you to do as a result of this episode is to identify what will you do and what won't you do in order to get a sale. Because I think sometimes, just like we have contracts in place and we have insurance in place for hopefully we never use it, right? Like hopefully you never have a fire and you have fire insurance <laughs> so that if you do have fire insurance, if you do have a fire, then that insurance will come in and take care of you. We have contracts so that if there is a dispute, we have the rules that we're going to follow in order to make sure that we can come to a resolution, hoping that we never have to go back to the contract to dispute any of those terms. It's the same thing with your sales practices. I want you right now to write out a list. Uh, so use a piece of paper, fold it in half, make two columns and have uh, what I will do and what I won't do. What are you willing to do for a sale? What aren't you willing to do for a sale? I think it's really important that before you get into a situation where you feel uncomfortable and you feel desperate to make money, that you know what you are willing to do. And what you aren't willing to do. So an example of this for me, when I do my uh, sales program, Sell With More Ease, I don't do sales calls for that. I will help people decide. And sometimes that's a quick you know, five-minute conversation. But I don't book discovery calls. I don't book sales calls to help people make the decision. I don't. That, so that's part of my what I don't do to sell that program. I want you to identify for yourself, what don't you do to sell? Does that mean that you don't want to sell using sales calls? Does it mean that you don't want to have to do any direct outreach or like cold call messages like DMs? Does it mean that you don't send out um, multiple sales emails? What does it look like? Does it like what, what aren't you willing to do? You need to figure that out for yourself. And if you aren't able to identify, I want you to think about what makes you uncomfortable as a consumer, as a buyer, as somebody who might want to purchase somebody else's products, services, or programs. When you have things done to you to help you to buy, where does it make your skin crawl? Let's start there and you can put that on your do not do list. And the things that you really enjoy. I mean, I had a client and she loved sales calls. She loved talking to people and she said, oh no, I want to sell everything using a sales call. I want to talk to people as much as possible. Well, guess what? 
we had to create her programs in such a way, both from a price point as well as a sales process, to allow her the opportunity to talk to as many people as possible so that she could have that in her spirit, but also in her process. It was really important for her as a way that she wanted to sell because it made her feel powerful and it was in complete integrity with how she wanted to lead her business. So for you right now, I want you to identify Put it on those pieces of paper, like one piece of paper on those two separate columns so that you have that. And if you if you can have that somewhere where you can see it all the time, even better, because it's going to remind you that this is what I do in order to help serve people. This is what I do in order to sell in my business. So I think part of the reason why this question came up is because of a deeper question, which is. How do you sell in integrity and take advantage of opportunities without being opportunistic, right? Because opportunity for me has a lot of positive connotations. It sounds, it sounds good. It's, it sounds like more, like more please, abundance, um, that there is something greater that is available to us. Whereas opportunistic means we're almost conniving. We are underhanded. We are trying to cheat people or um, turn the tables on something that maybe is going to work out in our favor versus in their favor. What I want you to think about is when we sell with integrity, the whole point of this is to create win, win, win opportunities. And now you're probably wondering, well, uh, what's the third win for? (laughs) Anytime that you have two people come together, there is a, a third realm. There's a third opportunity. There's a, a because something happens between you and that other person to create, it's almost like making a baby. <laughs> so there's a, a third thing that happens that you can't always control. That is why you want to create a win 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 because what is a win for you? What is a win for your potential clients? Uh, you need to think about what is the possible joint win that will happen as a result of both of you getting your wins. And that, when you can do that, is magical. And so at the end of the day, even if you just simply start with a win-win and you think about what's a win for me, how do I create a win for them? If you focus on doing that over and over and over again, I guarantee you that that third win is going to happen and you're going to you're going to feel it, you're going to see it, and it's going to blow your mind. But the main thing here that I want you to be encouraged by is that the difference between being opportunistic and opportunity is inclusion. It's leadership. It's being able to say, I want you to be part of the win not just about me as the business owner and me making money. It's about you getting the result, you being able to get exactly what I promised you and you being able to um, get the solution that you are paying for. And at the end of the day, if you can't deliver that win for any reason whatsoever, then you have to make it right. And I think too many business owners right now are doing one of two things. They're either chasing after the dollar because they feel like, oh my gosh, the time is now. I have to go. I have to go. I have to go. And they're simply throwing things out there without any regard to who's catching it, to who's on the other side, and whether or not the outcome matches with the promise and the expectations. And they're not taking the time to breathe and say, hey, how did that go? And are you getting what it is that I actually promised you? 
right? So they're not checking in about the second win. It's just about their own. And so that win, 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 win on my side is very empty. And that starts to drag you down into that opportunistic territory. If you are able to do this in a way where you are still focused on yourself, because as a business owner, it's really important, but also on your potential clients and your clients that are paying you and continuing to wrap them into the conversation to say, I'm winning because of this. How are you winning because of this? And to continue to check in with expectations and communication and to ensure that what you promised is actually being delivered. And when you can't deliver what you promised, that you own up to it and you own up to it as quick as you can before your clients notice, before your clients are disappointed and before they lose faith in you, because that is when you ultimately lose out on the entire relationship and you lose any semblance of integrity whatsoever. It's a hard road to come back from, my friend. So when you are able to do all of these things, when you're able to say, I have an opportunity, I'm creating an opportunity for you, And this is now creating a win-win-win for all of us involved, such that us coming together is better than us staying apart and doing our own things on our own. That is when you are able to truly step and lead with integrity in how you sell. And I know that you are ready for it. I know that this is possible for you. And I know that sometimes when you see people who are being opportunistic out there and selling and making lots of money and doing it without integrity, it can make you feel disheartened. It can make you feel like, what's the point? And should I even bother when there's people that are making bullloads of money and I don't even feel like they even care about me or anybody else that they're helping? At the end of the day, you can't control their actions and what they do. The only person you can control is yourself. And that is why you're here. That's why you're listening. And I know that if this is you right now, you've done the homework. The next step is for you to then say, what am I willing to do? And how do I keep doing more of that all the time? How do I avoid the things that I'm not willing to do? and not lose any sleep over it, and not have any judgment on somebody else, because that may be on their list. Does that make sense? Like it might be on their list of things that they want to do. So just the same as what I shared earlier, I had a client who loves those sales calls. And I've had other clients that they don't want to do any calls whatsoever. And so there is no right or wrong. There is just what is right for you. And that is why it's really important that we start with you and that you hold to what is true for you because that is when you are in full integrity. And that is what comes across loud and clear for your clients, your potential clients, and the people that you're here to serve. And when you do that, you never have to worry that you are out of alignment. You never have to worry that making these offers is opportunistic. It is simply about you taking. you taking hold of the opportunity and creating more opportunities for you to be able to help more people. And that when you are focused on creating those wins, everyone wins. And I hope that message, my friend, comes across loud and clear from this episode that I felt was so super important to get out right now. So if you are finding this helpful, 
I would love for you today to come and leave me a note, leave me a voicemail, go over the podcast page. Um, I, so we'll link it up below in the show notes, but susanmayvay.com forward slash ask, A-S-K. I think we'll get you over to our special voicemail widget and you can just click, leave a voicemail and leave me a voicemail. <laughs> Like actually leave me a voicemail and I will be able to hear your voice on the other side with any feedback, questions, your thoughts on this episode and let me know maybe what it is that made your list. I'd love to hear from you what made your uh, this is what I will do to sell list because I know it's easy to do. I, I won't do this to sell and if it's easier to do that, go for it. But I would love to know how do you want to keep selling moving forward? What is one thing, one way that you want to sell that is in full integrity for you that you're going to be aligned to, feel great about, and it's going to be super fun for you? I'd love to hear from you and give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. Go and leave me a voicemail right this minute. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you again on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.